which means uttam purusha, meaning that he abides in his own glory, which is uttam purusha. <coughs> the purusha, the person, the complete being, that's limitless. <coughs> so Pariyati, he remains abiding in his own nature. That's really what applies to a wise person. Now, glorifying this knowledge of the wise person, Jakshat, how does he move about? Jakshat, Kridan, Ramana, while eating, laughing, sporting, reveling, enjoying, with women, with vehicles, with friends, with relatives. So while all this is happening, See, so many things are happening simultaneously. Saha, so, Svena Rupen Avinishpadyade, he abides in his own true nature. Saha, Putta Purushaha, that nature is the Purusha, the person, the self of all, which is Uttama, which is the limitless, most exalted, <coughs> which is this Sarupan, very nature of Everybody in nature of the self in which Satatra Pariyati, there is where he abides, Sri Mahimni in his own glory, which is limitlessness, he abides when this is what he is, he becomes, he is, he remains. This is the internal state of this person. Outwardly, how does he look? Looks like he is enjoying whatever that is. Stri Virva, Yanirva, Jnati Virva is just example. Jakshat, Kridan, Ramana, they are just examples. Meaning that he is happy, he abides in happiness. And he abides in Ananda. <coughs> so abiding in one's Surupa, abiding in Uttam Purusha, also is abiding in Ananda the limitless happiness. But you cannot describe limitless happiness. They would give an idea of what that limitless happiness is. Happiness that is normally known to people, in those terms the happiness is described. A person who is very happy when he is sporting, reveling, enjoying with the near and dear ones, That's what he does. That's the way of describing the ānanda. <coughs> Na upajanam smaran idam shariram. At that time, so smaran also is present participant. All of this is the description of presently or what the wise person is. Na smaran not remembering, not aware of Idam Shariram, not aware of this body. Which body? The body that is created by the union of mother and father, which is in the state of ignorance, taken to be one's own self, of which there were, there are these samskaras there, this is what I am, identification of the body. So that body is not aware of. Then the question is, is he not aware of the body at all, 
In that case, he cannot be aware of anything else. This body is a name and form, which is a product of the creation. If he is not aware of the body, he is not aware of anything in the creation. In that case, he abides in himself, he is absorbing in himself. But if this person has to interact with the world, then not being aware of the body is not possible because then you cannot do anything. You cannot interact with the world. You know, interact with the world only through this body. So then we can say that he is not aware of the body. Means that he no more looks upon the body as I or mine. That's all. Means the body is not anyway. Body was neither I, mine nor I. It is only because of ignorance that has taken to be I, or sometimes mine, you know. He no more has this notion or delusion that I am the body. In that sense he is not aware of the body. You can say he is not aware of the body as I or mine. But aware of the body as he may be aware of anything else like tables and chairs or any other name and form. He can very well be equally aware of this body, which is also a name and form for that person. Formerly he thought that he is because the body is. Now that he knows that he is, isness is his nature. Formerly he thought that he would be wiped out. He would know it exists when the body does not exist. Now you know that he is existence. It cannot be there, he cannot exist to be, is his nature. And they are aware that to be is whether the body is or not. The reason why the identification of the body, <coughs> that I am the body, this is my body, is strongly retained because the body is equated to, 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 to the self and existence of the body is equated to the existence of the self. And of course, self-existence is the most valuable. Nobody doesn't want, nobody wants not to be. There is love, natural love for being. And so, in ignorance, because of ignorance, my being is equated to the being in the body, never he was aware of the body as the very self. No more than is necessary because now he knows himself as being. And still, how do you justify not being aware of this body? Which means that he should not be aware of anything really as I and mine. As objects of pleasure also, as objects of pleasure is not aware of, understand? To look upon something as an object of pleasure is also a superimposition. So there is Ishvara Srishti, the creation of Ishvara. And upon that there is superimposition which we call Jiva Srishti, which is the product of ignorance. So what gets destroyed 
in the wake of knowledge is only jiva system. Ignorance gets despaired in the wake of knowledge. Therefore, whatever was the consequence of the ignorance, which is the mutual superimposition, the anyonya dhyasa, the identification of the body, etc., is no more there. And looking upon an object is an object of pleasure also is superimposition. So just as I superimpose the I-ness upon this body, I superimpose the happiness upon the happiness or unhappiness upon the world. Thus I want something, I want the world want something else. That is also not the so really, he does not need a given object. For his three virva, yana virva, all of these were looked upon as objects of pleasure. In presence of which he felt happy. But just as now he does not need the body to be, he does not need any particular thing to be happy also. Formerly, he thought that his happiness depends upon the existence or the availability of the objects of pleasure. That now ignorance has dispelled that notion, now he knows just as to me is his nature, to be complete or happy also is his nature. So now he is being happy, it does not depend upon the presence or absence of anything. Meaning, no more does he have to superimpose the happiness upon something. So he is not aware of those things also as objects of happiness. Ishvara Srishti and Jiva Srishti. So body is Ishvara Srishti. That I am the body, or this body is mine, is the Jiva Srishti. Name objects are Ishvara Srishti. But that is the object of pleasure or happiness, which makes me superimpose other ideas that this is mine, this is my friend, this is my spouse, etc., etc. So that also is a result of a need to call something as mine, is also a result of a need to feel comfortable, happy, protected, whatever. Because he did not feel protected enough by being what he is. Now he is protected enough by being what he is. Abhayam Pratishtham in the day he becomes established in fearlessness which again is nature. So the business of mine, etc., all of this also results of my need to feel protected. I am taken care of, I will be taken care of, etc., etc. There is no more necessary. So that was the part of ignorance, that made him superimpose things. There is no more there. So, no bhojanam smaran idam shariram. Not being aware of the body means not being aware of the jiva sushti, which was the product of ignorance. And Jiva Srishti completely is despaired 
in the wake of the despairing of ignorance. But the Ishwara Srishti is not despaired when the individual ignorance is despaired. When his prahadha will come to an end, then even universal ignorance also will be despaired. In that case there is no awareness of anything. But so this is what is being said still. How do you justify he is enjoying things? So Yetuchinandoshai Bhudakasai Manasa Satya Kama Antavidana Anubhuyande. As we said earlier, the self of the Atma which is Dharakasa, he is a very locus of Dhyavapasivyo, of the earth and the heaven, Surya, Chandramaso, the sun and the moon, and Vayu and Agni, and whatever there is, including then the desires. And so this Kama are mentioned separately. Atma is a very Ashaya or Adhisthana or everything, including why should you have Kamana mangan separately because it is going to appear separately, therefore. So there are all these kamas, all the desirable objects are there and they are there for everybody. The ananda is the nature of everybody. The ananda itself is equal to the presence of all the enjoyable objects, you can say. So their anuta pidhana, all of these desires or desirable objects, all the pleasures which are there in the self, are apidhana, are veiled, or they are covered by the anuta, by falsehood, by ignorance, by the notion, by that anuta there means extrovertedness. So one becomes one. When one ignores or is unaware of what is within, on account of the mind being directed outwardly, therefore that mind is not aware of what is within. But now that there is no fascination for anything outward, mind is totally abiding in its own nature, then become aware of ananda which is nature. That ananda alone is described as the different pleasures. So Upanishad says that the wise person also becomes aware of all the karma, the pleasures which are there in the self, which are there for everybody. How come an ignorant person does not experience them? Because his mind is overcome by rajas and tamas, which make the mind dull or extrovert. In wake of the knowledge, all the doshas, all the defects, impurities are gone. So when our notions are gone, the false perception or false notions about the self go away. The other impurities like ragadveshas caused by those notions also go away. When I look upon myself as a limited being, 
and only something becomes important to me, which promises me to make me free from the sense of limitation. And something becomes a threat to me when it threatens my attaining something which will make me free from limitation. Ragadvisha is the nature. So first is intellectual problem. Then comes all the impulsive or emotional problems. So, Chinda Doshai, in the wake of the knowledge of who I really am, only false perception and notion of the self disappear. And those notions created for the Ragadvesha and reaction. Next is also Mudirikasai. So, mind becomes now free will just and tamas and sattva is the very nature of the mind, therefore, mind becomes sattvic. Manasa, Satya, Kama. So, amazing, that was Kama, that was Satya. Only thing Satya is only Atma. But Satya, Kama, because where the Atma is and Kama are also there, we enjoy happiness also is there. So those Kama, the pleasures which were so far veiled by the ignorance, Vidya Abhivyangatvat. In the knowledge having removed the veil of ignorance, there were what was hidden behind the veil of ignorance. Now all becomes evident when the ignorance is gone. Teva muktena sarvatambhutena sambadhyante. So mukta the wise person. Sarvatma Bhūta and who has become the self of all? Atma is the self of all anyway, but now he has not become self of all, recognize himself as self of all. <coughs> when he is self of all, then you can say that he gets connected to all the upadis. But in as much as all religious tamas is gone, that way it does not anymore get connected with any impurities of Upadis. He as though gets connected with the sattva of all the beings, the happiness of all the beings. Iti atma jnana stute nirdishyante. This jakshat kidam ramana, that he is enjoying his various pleasures, is merely stated for the stuti or extolling atma-jnana, self-knowledge. Ataha sadhu-etad-vishinashti. Therefore, it is stated later on, ete ye ete brahma-loke. All these objects of pleasure which exist in brahma-loka, he enjoys them. So Tika said in the line 33, Ivam Brahmatma Vidaha Brahma Lokai Brahma Loki Kayeva Kami Stuti Prakasa Siddhe Ivam Brahmatma Vidaha One knows Brahman is itself Stuti Prakasa Siddhe Stuti externing Prakasa How to how to extol him, how to praise him in the most exalted way. 
There is the highest kind of happiness that one can gain. In that way the Brahmajnanam or the self-knowledge is praised. In the terms that are the most exalted terms that are available to us. The most exalted pleasures available are available in Brahmaloka. And we say that the wise person enjoys those pleasures of Brahmaloka. That means that he is a recipient or beneficiary of the most exalted happiness. And that's how the wisdom is extolled. Manasa etan kamaan prashyan dramate ete brahmalogete. Manasa etan kamaan prashyan. Seeing all these objects of pleasure in his mind. Meaning that physically it doesn't hurry some place in order to enjoy those objects. Manasa, mind, by mind itself. Yete Brahma Loke. All those objects of pleasure which are in Brahma Loka, he sees them, experiences, sees them in his mind, experiences them. Ityatra Vakshamanavi Brahma Loka Pavisheshanam Kamana Upapadyade. Reason why the wise person is described as enjoying the pleasures of Brahmaloka is only because that is the highest term in which something can be praised. There is no other term available to us to praise the happiness, to describe the happiness of this person. So what is the most exalted happiness that a person can enjoy? That is the one that is enjoying Brahmaloka. So therefore, the wise person's knowledge is praised or extolled by saying that he enjoys the pleasures of Brahmaloka. That is merely about praising the knowledge. So Vakshanavik Brahmaloka Visheshanam Kamana Upapadyade. So subsequently also. When the wise person will describe as seeing in his mind's eye or enjoying the objects of Brahmaloka, again there is merely to describe the exaltedness of his happiness, only to praise the exaltedness of his knowledge. The whole thing is to praise the exaltedness of the knowledge. How do you do that? by equating the, the result with the most exalted thing that you know. The most exalted thing that we know is the happiness in Brahmanoga. And therefore, his knowledge is equated to the happiness of someone who is in Brahmanoga, which is the most exalted term of happiness that we know, and that is always all for only extolling or praising his knowledge. 
sadhuvetat vishinasti. Therefore, it's quite appropriate that vishinasti, that is, happiness is qualified as happiness in Brahma-loka, is atma-jnana-stute nirdishyante, that is vastuti, or the extolling of atma-jnana, self-knowledge. Or, yadva brahma-yavaloka brahma-loka. So, what Brahma-loka can be traditionally interpreted as Brahmana-loka, the world of Brahma, or Brahma-yavaloka, where Brahman alone is loka, ata sarvesham kamanam brahmaniyo vidyamanatva. Brahma is serve of all. Everything abides in Brahman, including all the kama, the objects of pleasure, also abide in Brahman. So by being Brahman, automatically you are automatically the objects of all the pleasure. Sarvatma Vakshaya, Brahma Loka Visheshanam. So what is the reason why the Shruti describes the happiness of the wise person as a happiness of a person abiding in Brahma Loka is because that is the most, that is the highest term available to us. In that way the knowledge is extolled. Or, he is Brahman, that he is Sarvatma. So other reason why he is, he is described as enjoying pleasure of Brahma Loka is to say that he is Sarvatma. So Sarvatma Vaksha. Either Jnana Stuti Vaksha or Sarvatma Vaksha. Both ways you can say. If Brahma-loka is the world of Brahma, then it is for extolling the knowledge. If Brahma-loka is Brahma in itself, then it is say that he is the son of all. Brahma-loka visheshanam vakshamanam upapadyate. So Vashyaka himself gives two interpretations. One is that this is for extolling knowledge or because he is the son of all. So yatra kvashana bhavantopi brahmaniyavai Te loke bhavantiti sarvatmatvat brahmana uchyade. Brahmana sarvatmatvat. Because brahma is sarvatma, the sarvatmatvat. Therefore, yatra kvachana bhavantopi. Wherever those objects of pleasure may be, brahmaniyeva te loke bhavanti. They obtain in the loka, brahmani loka, and that's another samadhikarana. So, brahmaiva loka. Not Brahmana loke, Brahmaniya loke. Wherever anything is there, it obtains, it, it abides in Brahman because Brahman is the serve of all. And wise person being the serve of all nature is there, all the objects of happiness abide in him. Sarvatmatva, Brahman, there were. So because Brahman is Sarvatma, then also there is one also, this description is quite appropriate. <coughs> then continuing. In the line 21, Anandagiri says, Manasa etan kamanatta ityade vakyam stutya samapi. So, Manasa etan kaman prashyan dramade yete brahma loke. In the fifth passage, we will see this. Ramadhi revels, 
seeing his all the pleasure in Brahmaloka in his own mind, meaning he enjoys the objects of pleasure in Brahmaloka. So this is said merely was tuti for only extolling the Atmanyana. But stuti is not Question is, even if they stay merely for stuti or praising the self-knowledge, pradhana vakya viruddha but that description still contradicts the very truth about the wise person. Pradhana vakya means what? The mahavakya. The main statement that describes the true nature of the, the wise person, which is the non-dual, which is Brahman, there is non-duality. So, Pradhana Vakyam of this Upanishad itself that describes the nature of the wise person as being non-dual, that, not, that nothing is apart from him, that he includes everything. Then why do you have to say that he enjoys only Brahmaloka and stuff like that? Because that is restricting. Even to say that he enjoys the pleasure of the Brahmaloka also, it restricts. And that, that restriction also should not be when he is the self of all, when he is non-dual. Apart from it, he is non-dual. Not only self of all, but he is non-dual. So this description contradicts the non-duality of the self, which is the main theme of the Upanishad. So now how do you reconcile? All this discussion is to reconcile the various statements of the Upanishad. That's all it is. So now, Nanu, this question is raised to reconcile this description with other description. Nanu, Or this Tikagara says, in the line 36, Nanu, Yatranani Pashadiri Dashramatra Seva Nishedat, Yamanasayatan Kaman Pashadiri Dashramatra Seva Nishedat, it looks at it differently. Yatra nanyat pashyari, nanyat shunamati, nanyat vijanati, sabhuma. Where one does not see anything, does not hear anything other than oneself, anyatna shunamati, anyatna pashyari. He does not see the other, does not hear the other, does not know the other. So seeing is there, hearing is there, knowing is there, but otherness is not there. So in the wake of the knowledge, otherness is gone, meaning duality is gone. Nothing now remains other than himself. Yatra nanyat pashyadhi darsana matrasya He does not see anything at all. Another way of saying it, nanyat pashyadhi, he does not see anything else, he does not hear anything else. That statement you can say, denies seeing, hearing, knowing altogether. So anyatvam is denied, the otherness is denied, or seeing is denied, both ways the statement can be. The way Anandagiri takes that statement is, that statement denies the otherness. The way this Tikagara takes it is, that statement denies the way seeing. So na pashyadi or na anyat pashyadi. So, darshana matras eva vidhisherat is it that that statement in fact denies 
the very act of seeing, hearing, knowing in the wise person. Iha manasa etan kaman pashyan. Whereas here in this Upanishad, manasa etan kaman pashyan. Pashyan seeing. Etan kaman, this desirable object, manasa by the mind. So here it is described seeing by the mind. In that statement, seeing itself is completely negated. And here they say that the wise person sees his objects of pleasure in his mind. In darshanokti, so there darshanam, seeing is altogether negated. Here the seeing is accepted. So viruddha, so that is a contradiction. So anyat is also denied, means the duality is denied. If duality is denied, then how can there be even seeing or experiencing anything other than you? Or if the seeing itself is denied, then how does he see things in his mind also? Idi prasangat yahevastitva uttarsutav shankade. Although this statement appears in uttarsuti, it appears in a later statement, yahevastitva. But remaining in this particular passage, sir, Vashagara, this is now to clear what is going to follow. So now Vashagara proceeds to explain the subsequent sentence, the remaining sentence of this as well as the subsequent passages. Nanuviti. So, then Vashagara says, Nanu. Kasamekasan even though the wise person knows himself one non-dual, how do you say nanyat pashyati, nanyat shrunvati? So anyat, the other is denied completely, the not remains is as one. Sabhuma, he is bhuma, where there is no other otherness at all, there is no seeing, hearing, knowing. And then, kama amsha brahmalavukitaan pashyan ramade. So, manasa etan kaman pashyan ramade, etan is saying here is brahma logikan. So, let us explain. See, this statement comes in the subsequent passage. Page 425, no, earlier, 423. Athayo Veda Idam Manvani. The one says, let me think. Saap, who says, let me think? That is Atma. Manu Asya Daivam Chakshuhu. Because the mind is this divine I. Sava Etena Manasa Devena Chakshusha. Manasa Etan Kaman Pashan Ramate. He sees only Brahma Logika Kamas by his divine eye and devils in them. 
ये थे ब्रह्म लोक पर्टिकुलरली दोज विद ब्रह्म लोक सींग देम और एक्सपीरियंसिंग देम इज ओन माइंडर्स सो दैट स्टेटमेंट इज टेकन हियर एक 
Point is, what happens? I see either two persons are described here and there, or one person is described in different states. At one point is like this, at the point is like that. That is also not so. Because both are described from the same person at the same time. Therefore, there is contradiction. These two things contradict in the statement because they are the description of the same person at the same time. If you are description of a different person, they would have been okay. Description of one person at different times also would have been okay. It's not okay because it is a description of one person at the same time. So, Kala Bhedayanapi, Virodhana Sambhavati, Kala Bhedayanapi, Ashramana. So then the Guru Paksha explains that. So, Vakyayo Mitho Virodha Dhrishtandamana. These vākyās contain each other like a given vākyā. Yatha ekaha yasminne vakshane pashyade saha tasminne vakshane na pashyade cha iti So yasminne vakshane at the same time the nanyat pashyade does not say anything else and manasā pashyan ramade, seeing by the mind. So ekaha, same person, jasmin nivakshane pashyati. So brahma-laukikāna pashyan ramade sees. Tasmin nivakshane pashyati, nanyat pashyati. So this is description of the same person at the same time. Not description of one person at different times, otherwise there would be no problem. Either if this was described two persons also would have been okay. If this was description, same person at different times, then also is okay. But here this description, same person at the same time, there were these two statements contradict each other. <coughs> so then Anandagiri says, Asyakara says, Naishadoshaha Shrutyantare Parihratatva Drashtruhu Drashtehe Abhiparilopa Pashyanneva Bhavate Drashtruhu Anyatvena Kamana this dosha is not that. He sees and does not see, not a problem, Bhashakara says. Simultaneously, he sees and does not see, also is not a contradiction. Why? Shukchantare parihrutatvat. You know, the Shruti, namely Bhadarnika Upanishad, this dosha. What is the dosha? That there is a contradiction that simultaneously one sees and does not see, that also is, is quite all right. It is not a contradiction. 
that simultaneously one sees and does not see also is quite right for the wise person. This is always explained in the Bhagavad-Gita-Nikopanishad. So when it explained, as Anandagiri says, yad vaitanna pasyadi pasyan vaitanna pasyadi nahi drashtu drashte vipari lova vidyate avinashitvat nadutadvritiyamasti tato anyad vivaktam yad pasyadeti the whole vakya is given. Yad vaitanna pasyadi that he does not see that Pashyanva iranda pashyati. So seeing it does not see. Pashyanva is the present tense. Seeing it does not see means what? He sees and still does not see. Both exist simultaneously. For the same person at the same time. How? How come he sees? Because naim drashtu drashte vipadilova vidyate avinashitva. So Pashyanva he is explained this way. He always sees because drashtu drashte vipurilopo navidyade. There cannot be the cessation of seeing of the seer. The seer is not there, but the seeing remains. So, in the deep sleep state, or in the state of knowledge, the drashta, the seer is no other because in the deep sleep state, of course, the identification is not there. The wise person also identifies, he no more looks upon his drashta. He no more has a notion that I am a seer because that's a notion arising from identifying the organ of seeing. And so, prananyo pranavati vadanva pasyan chakshu. Only when he identifies with the organ of perception, eyes, then only he says, I am a drashta. He no more looks upon his drashta. Therefore, he is no more drashta. In that sense he does not see. As a drashta sees, as a regular seer sees, he doesn't see. Not that he does not see because his drashti is still there. The seeing is not, the seer has gone away, but the seeing is not gone away. Deep sleep state is no more seer because no more identification organ of seeing because there is no, no gross and identity gross and subtle bodies. But the consciousness is a real thing. So, chakshusha chakshu. The chakshu is not there, but chakshusha chakshu. The consciousness that imparts the capacity to see to this eyes is there. So, real seeing is consciousness. This is the anitya drashta. The eyes are anitya dashta in as much as eyes can see only when it is enlivened by consciousness through the subtle body. But the anitya dashta, even if it is not there, the nitya dashta, the consciousness, nitya dashta is always there. So dashti is nitya dashta. And eyes are the anitya dashta. So Anitya Dashta is not there in that saying, it says Napashyati, it does not see. But Nitya Dashta is there, so he said Pashyanvai, he sees. So from the standpoint of the one identified with the eyes, etc., that Dashta is not there. But from the standpoint of consciousness, his own nature, the seer is there. So Pashyan, so the contradictory statement, Pashyanvai, Tanna Pashyati. While seeing, he does not see. 
Why? Nain drashtu. So drashta is not there. So na pashyati. Drashti viparilopa navidyate avinashit. What is drashti? Is seeing never suffers cessation, the consciousness. Avinashipa, because it is avinashi, it is imperishable. Then how can, why do you say you do not see, does not see? Natutat vidyamasti tatanyan vivaktam yapashyat. But then the conventional seeing involves a devoid of the seer and seeing. That conventional seeing is not that because the devoid of seer and seeing is not that because the seen, the object, separate from the seer, there is no more there. Therefore, he does not see the conventional seeing which involves duality, but he sees because the consciousness which is the true seer is there. In the Bhagavadana Yusuf, Ashritya Virodham Dhunika. Resorting to this Shruti, there is no Virodha between two statements. The Virodha is dismissed here, refuted, resorting to this statement. Sinni Hilatikagara, Sinna 926, Kaan Vashrutau Darshanasya Vipari So Kaan Vashrutau, same Shruti there, I am again quoted. Dasyanasya, so avinashitvat. So drishtehe avinashitvat. And so, the drishti is imperishable. So dasyanasya vipare loka, so drishtehe vipare loka kishedat. The consciousness never suffers a cessation. Na pashyate is shutihe. So na pashyate, there is no comma there. Na pashyate is shutihe. Na sarupena darshanam pradashidnam shaknodi. That's the vakya. That comma is misleading. Comma should be after pradashedat. Should be comma. There's one vakya. So darshanasya vipirago pradashedat. Na pashyati shuti. The shuti says it does not see. Is na sarupena. So even when shuti says it does not see, he is not that it does not see by his nature of consciousness. He does not see because the duality which is normally required of seeing is not there. Kindu prathaktaya anyadarsana pratisheda para. That na pasyati is anyadarsana pratisheda. Not darsana pratisheda. Anyadarsana pratisheda is there. There is no dismissal of darsana for seeing. Dismissal of seeing something else. So seeing involving duality is, is denied. Not seeing a service behind that. Yes, Shutis to Jivan Muktasya Swata Matrataya Sarvadarshanapara. Atadna Viroda. Yes, Shutis to hear the Shuti, however, Jivan Muktasya Swata Matrataya. Here the point is that this Shuti describes the wise person as seeing himself as a self of all. That is what is meant here. That is emphasized here. And therefore he sees everything. So here it is said that the wise person sees everything is because he knows himself as a self of all. Therefore wherever any seeing takes place, he is a seer. Because he is a self of every seer. In that sense this Shruti says that he sees Manasaya, Kavan, Pashyan. He sees everything is the strength point is being Sarvatma. Atta <coughs> Naviroda. So, from strength point is being consciousness, 
he does not see. Strain reasoning Sarvatma, he sees. Therefore, only two different standpoints are there for the same person. Therefore, these two statements do not contradict each other. So I say, Nisha dosha, etc. So, Shrutyandare Parirutatvat, Drashtu, Drashte Avipriyurvat, Pashyandiva Pashyadi, Drashtu Anyatvayana Kamana Avat Na Pashyadi Cha Iti, that Takshakara is there. Na Pashyadi Cha. So, here Shrutyastu Juna, here Drashanope Suti Matratvat. Here then he sees, is not meant in literal sense, only to say Sarvatma, so he sees everything. That is again to extol the knowledge, and not that, that is the real seeing in a primary sense. So that Chakara Pasharicha is that because this seeing is only for extolling the knowledge. <coughs> Now, page 420, Anandagiri says, Desha Shruti Sushruptam Adhikartya Brahadhanike Parvatta. So, Bhashyakara takes that Shruti statement, Brahadhanike, which is really the description of a sleeping person, you know, which we are seeing in the Atma Purana maybe these days. Purusha Vishayata Kathamudhagriyate. Even when Brahadana Yukumari says that seeing it is not see, etc., is still a description of sleeping person, not description of wise person. So how can you quote that Shruti in support of the, the description of wise person which is the context here? So you are quoting a Shruti which is in the context of a sleeping person. You are quoting that to resolve a difference which exists for the wise person. So there is not description of the wise person, this is sleeping person. So katham udahi purusha vishayataya, katham udahriyate. How does Vashikara quote the Shruti to describe a wise person? Whereas that Shruti only describes the state of sleeping. Yadnyapi, the Vashikara Here also, ನೈಷ್ಟುಶುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತಿಷಯುಕ್ತ
by quoting a statement that pertains to a sleeping person. How do you do that? So Vashikara explains that. Yadyabe Sushupteta Duktam Muktasyabe Sarvaikatvar Sanaha Dviti Abhavaha Yadyabe Sushupteta Duktam so, dashtu, dushte, viprilogo, etc., etc., is all say in the context of the sleeper, no doubt. But then, why do we quote that here to explain the wise person? Because, muktasyavi, sarvaikatvat, the similarity between sushupti and the wise person is dvitya abhava, absence of the second one. So, sushupti is the experience of non-duality. And here is the knowledge of non-duality. But there non-duality is the same. In Sushupti also non-duality happens. So even though what Buddha Anika describes is description of Sushupti, it also is a description of non-duality. Even though so Buddha Anika describes Sushupti, it is also a description of non-duality because in Sushupti there is non-duality. In that aspect we are quoting here. In wisdom also there is non-duality, in Sushupti also non-duality. Therefore, it is not the description of Sushupti, it is description of non-duality in the Pruddhanika, which is equivalent to the non-duality in this Chandogya. In that sense, that Shruti certainly is relevant to explain what this Shruti means. Siddhan Suptasya Moksha Dushtandatvat In Bhadarnika Upanishad, the Sushupti, the state of deep sleep, is all described as Dushtanda for Moksha. This will be described subsequently. The reason why King Janaka expressed a dissatisfaction with that knowledge is because he has only described Dushtanda. Dashtanda is not yet described. So you can't get away with all this wealth simply with Dushtanda, you know. So Dashtanda remains. So Suptasya Moksha Dushtanda Tat Gatasya Dashtandi Anugamad Anugamad Yuduktam Sushupte. So the thing is, even though Bhrudan describes Dushtanta, the Dashtanta is contained in Dushtanta. So, Yatrayatra Dhuma Tat Tatra Vannihi. Where our smoke is, fire must be there, is a Dushtanta, Vyapti. But in that Dashtanta, Etha Mahanasa, just as in Kishan, that there is also, so that also is Dashtanta, just, so also Parvata Vandimana, so in Parvata also that there is Dashtanta, and Mahanasa Kishan is Dashtanta. But what is in Dashtanta is contained in Dashtanta. That relationship of fire and smoke, which is in Dashtanta, is there in Dashtanta also. In that amsha, they can be equated. So therefore, tad gatasya cha dashtandike anugamat. So the moksha part is involved in sushupti also. 
Even though Sushupti is Dhrishtanta, for moksha, Sushupti can act as Dhrishtanta moksha provided the aspect of moksha is contained in Sushupti. So Dhrishtanta anugama. So that aspect of moksha in Sushupti also follows in Dhrishtanta, in moksha. Sushupti tat samanda mukti siddhati. The samanda like which obtains in the, in the kitchen, between smoke and the fire, also obtains in the mountain. So samanda obtains in non-duality. And mukti in the deep sleep also obtains in non-duality and mukti in the wise person also. The word that drishtanda can also be quoted from drishtanda in that aspect. So tat gatasyaja, what drishtanda gatasyaja? Dhrishtantik Anugamad. What is in Dhrishtanta illustration also? Follows Anugamad, it is contained, follows in Dhrishtanta also. Sushupte tat samandha mukte siddhyati. Because Dhrishtanta is given for Dhrishtanta. The kitchen is presented as Dhrishtanta to help us see the invariable relationship between the smoke and the fire. So that must be there in Dhrishtanda also. Even though Dhrishtanda is not described, Dhrishtanda part, that aspect describes Dhrishtanda. Similarly, non-duality describing Sushupti, that part follows in moksha also, therefore that can act as an, as an explanation for the state of moksha. Ityatha. So Yadipi Sushupti Nadhuttam, Muktasyavi sarva ekatvam. So sarva ekatvam is there in Sushupti also, in Moksha also. Therefore, samanaha dvitya bhava. Therefore, the absence of duality obtained in Sushupti as well as in Moksha. That follows. <coughs> At this Tika says that 930, nutta dvitya masthiti Vityavavasya suttishrutav hetutvena abhidana. See, natutat vityemasti. That duality is not there where one can see something different from oneself. Is the reason why seeing it is not seen. So that is hetu vakya. So, vityavavasya suttishrutav hetutvena abhidana. That is, sees and does not see why. Because there is vityavavasya. Vityavavad, because the absence of divided, therefore, seeing it is not seen. Therefore, Hetu is common. The Hetu part in Dhrishtanta follows in Dhrishtanta. You follow? The Hetu is the relation between smoke and fire. The rest to follow in Dhrishtanta, the mountain. So, the Hetu is what? Then there is non-duality in Sushupti. Therefore, seeing it is not seen. In Sushupti description is what? Seeing it is not seen. Why? Because there is no duality. So because there is no duality, Dviti Abhava is a Hetu. Dviti Abhava. So even though fifth case is not there, but still, Nirta Dviti Amasti, Tato Anjan Vivaktam Yat Pashe is the reason why seeing it is not seen. Since Sushupti, that part is Hetu, and that is contained in Moksha also. So, Suptihetu, Suptihetu, Tasya, Ihabitu, Yatva. In Moksha also, that Hetu must be there. Otherwise, the stand and the Ashtanda can't be connected. 
ज्ञायता समानवशेत्वम देवर as far as even though one vishaya is sushupti, other vishaya is moksha, as far as absence of duality is concerned, both are same. So saman vishayatma. In non-duality, both of them are the same vishaya. So therefore, muktasyapi. Sarva ekatvat samana vityamavaha. So samyam. See how simply Vashnakara says, it contains all of these, you know. So, dvitiya, like tika contains dvitiya bhava, mukto api uktaha, yatra dasya, saram atmevut, tat kena kampashe nityadhanaityaha. Mukto api uktaha, so in sushupti dvitiya bhava is saying very clearly, nadutat dvitiya masti, tatanyat vivaktam yat pashe, so very clearly is that dvitiya bhava. Very dvitiya was stated in moksha, stated, yatra dasya saram atmevut, that kena kampashet, when for this wise person everything has become the self, then with what does he see? Who sees with what? So seer seeing an object, an object of seeing, the karta, karma and kara, nothing remains. All the karakas become, sarvam is all karakas. Sarvam atma, all these things have become atma means all, all karakas have become atma. So karta, karma, karana, all have become atma. Then where is the, the, the action of seeing? So because seeing requires a seer and seeing and seeing, all will become Atma, though there is no seeing in primary sense. But consciousness is there, therefore, that kind of seeing, the Nitya Drishti is always there. So, Kenikam Pashyadiri Pratyadha Kartra Akshavini Vashyas Pashti Gurda. There, you have to go in Vashya. Pashyadi Pratyatha Kartru Akshepa Kahayati. I don't know what is Pratyatha. The Eat Pratyatha is there in Drush Dhatu, which is Pashya. Then Eat is Pashya. Yeah, that is what he meant there. Kartru Akshepa. I don't know. So Pashyadi Pratyatha. So Kenakam Pashyadi. Iti Kartru is denial of Karta. So who will say with what? That is denial of the seer. <coughs> In the Vashya's Pashtika. Meaning that this is an Akshepa statement in short. So, Kena Pashyat is not actually question, it is denial. So, Kena Kam Pashyat, so it's not Shruti asking you who will see with what? No. It is that nobody will see anything with anything. So, it is a denial of seeing itself. <coughs> so, it's Pratyata, whatever the idea is that it is denial. It is an Akshepa statement, you know. Kasantha Purusha Partha, Kam Ghatha, Dihandikam, Lord Krishna, Hey Partha, how can that person kill anybody or make any? Not the Lord is asking question. He just cannot kill and he doesn't become the object, you know, the, the, uh, make anybody kill also. So, <coughs> another thing is said differently, can say Muktan Vadikritya, Yatrasya Saramatma Bhuditiyadi Tatra Yoktam in that same Bhuddhanika they say. So in Bhuddhanika one describes Dastanta, which is Mukta. So there it's a Yatrudasya Saramatma Bhuddha. So Kena Kampasya Initya Uktam Eva. So Dastanta also said there, where non-duality is the Dastanta and Sushupti also non-duality. So Hetu is, is obtains both in Dastanta. As well as Dasha Handa. 
Oh, Shri Guru Pyo Namaha Hari Om.